Carson Wentz activated off the COVID list this afternoon. He will play tomorrow, despite the fact that he's listed as questionable. He's going to play. They wouldn't have activated him if he wasn't going to play. Also activated, Braden Smith, TJ Carey, all active if the Colts can get Eric Fisher on the field. He's questionable. Jack Doyle on the field, he's questionable. And Mark Lewinsky on the field, he was on the COVID list. Now he's listed as questionable. If those guys can play, you got pretty much a full roster. This is a very special edition of Inside Indiana Sports Now for New Year's Day 2022. Things looking up for the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts about to play the biggest game of the season. If they win, they go to the playoffs. If they lose, ugh. A lot of bad things can happen. Punch subscribe, hit like, ring the bell. If the Titans lose to the Dolphins tomorrow, the AFC South is still in play. All things are possible right now for your Indianapolis Colts. And that is a wonderful turn of events. We're going to talk about the Colts. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with the Bulls in the college football playoffs. And we've got the top 10 Indiana sports stories from 2021. All that ahead. You know what? Colts tomorrow, 1 o'clock. They are eight-point favorites now. If you had listened throughout the week, we do two videos a day. We do breakfast, all live right here. Uh, if you had listened, you would have heard 7.5 Raiders plus 7.5. Really, really good price at that point because at that point, you had a feeling that something was going to be announced. This is what I told you. Carson Wentz going on the COVID list. From that 7.5, the line dropped to 1.5. Colts minus 1.5. You could have gotten the 1.5. Now it's back to 8. If you only got the 1.5, now you could get the Raiders plus 8. You would have 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. If the Colts win by those amounts, you could catch the swing and cash tickets on both sides. Raiders uh, plus eight and Colts minus one and a half, and you'd be all set right now. And, and with almost zero exposure. Very nice. I give you advice from time to time. You got to listen. If you listen, you win. And this is the way it goes. We'll see what happens tomorrow. I got a great feeling about the Colts. I keep, we keep hearing. If, if you are on this channel on YouTube, and you read the comments. You see what Raiders fans are saying. Raiders fans are demented. Raiders fans keep talking about Derek Carr and how Derek Carr is a superior quarterback to Carson Wentz. Derek Carr is this decade's Jay Cutler. That's who Derek Carr is. Derek Carr is just good enough to force you to hold on to him and hope. And what that does is get GMs and head coaches fired, fired, fired. He's had one winning season. This is his eighth. If they lose tomorrow and they lose the season finale, they're going to wind up eight and nine. If they lose tomorrow, it would have been eight and eight, oh, you know, over the course of a normal 16-game season, right? He's had one season with a winning record. He is now, right now, this moment, 15 games under 500 as a starter. Carson Wentz, he's got a winning record as a starter. Carson Wentz has shown himself to be a really good game manager and a really high level. I'm going to not say elite, but as far as game-managing quarterbacks go, he has been superb this year. 
25 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 3,200 yards. He has been good, 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 good enough to allow the Colts to build that 9-6 record after starting 0-3 and 1-4. Good for the Indianapolis Colts. And tomorrow, is Lucas Oil Stadium is going to be bonkers, right? You know, you've got a lot going on at Lucas Oil Stadium tomorrow. Probably T.Y. Hilton's final game as a Colt at Lucas Oil Stadium, unless weird things happen and the Colts wind up winning the AFC South. But it, it'll be good to show appreciation to T.Y. tomorrow. It'll be good to show appreciation to Ryan Kelly and some love to Ryan Kelly and his wife, Emma. We know what they've gone through, what pain they've gone through, and what pain they'll continue to go through. They need support. They're going to get it tomorrow from 70,000 Colts fans at Lucas Oil Stadium. And that's going to be a special moment for them and for everybody in attendance. Cannot wait for this game tomorrow. Every single week, people come to the comments section and they say, oh, the Patriots. Patriots fans came here in droves and yelled at us. And then last week, Cardinals fans, not so many of them, came at us. This week, it's Raiders fans. Good luck. The game winds up shutting everybody up, which is perfect. Uh, Bowls. College football play and the Colts. Plenty of Colts in the uh, top 10 stories, uh, sports stories in Indiana from 2021. So if you're a Colts fan, hang on a second. But the college football playoff last night, the two games, you had Bama and Cincinnati. Then you had um, Georgia and Michigan. These are games that really didn't even need to be played. For God's sake, you didn't need four teams in the college football playoff this year, and you really didn't need Cincinnati to be any of them. Cincinnati had no chance yesterday. You knew going in. They had no chance whatsoever. They don't have the depth necessary to be able to compete with an Alabama. They just don't. It was not going to be possible for them to score points, enough points to be able to be competitive in that game against Bama's defense. And that's what came to pass yesterday. 27-6, Bama gets the win. Should have been Notre Dame. Notre Dame's showing that right now, playing against Oklahoma State. They've got a 28-14 lead, or they did, when we started the video. All right? Notre Dame is a better team with better depth, promised to be more competitive against Cincinnati. The college football playoff committee absolutely grabbed their ankles uh, in the face of pressure, saying, you know what, you got to put somebody outside the SEC and Big 12 and Big 10 and ACC into the, uh, the Power Five into the college football playoff. Well, you saw what happened when you did it. Cincinnati, unable to compete. And then Michigan, you knew, was going to get walked by, uh, by Georgia. They had no chance. Zero in that game. Told people before. No chance. You know what? Take Bama, give the points. Take Georgia, give the points. And then go to the cashier's window. Off you go. Or just wait for your PayPal account to get your cash or, or whatever... Uh, methodology you use to transact business in the sports investment game. College football, you can make money in college football. The NFL's a little bit different. NFL's a tough nut. But college football, you can go get money because people bet their passion. And when they bet their passion, things get screwed up. When you invest with this instead of this, whoa! And that's what happened yesterday. People bet in Cincinnati, for God's sake. What were they... They were like plus 1,600, you know, to win the uh, national championship. Can you imagine a world 
where Cincinnati could conceivably beat Bama and Georgia within a 10-day period of time. Cannot happen. Was not going to happen. Absolutely ludicrous. Anyway, Notre Dame should have been in the college football playoff. Wasn't. Now you know why this thing shouldn't go to 12 teams. That's craziness. And Cincinnati should never be invited again to this party. All right, the top 10 stories of 2021 for Indiana sports fans, not just Indiana University, but the state of Indiana. Tom Allen, number 10. Tom Allen gets a seven-year extension at $4.9 million per season. Based on two years, but based just on those two years, all of a sudden, Tom Allen making real money down in Bloomington. First time that a Bloomington coach has been paid at this level. There's going to be another entry in the top 10 about this, so we'll just skip to, to number nine. Number nine, COVID, and this is the past week, the NFL changed their COVID protocols the same day that Carson Wentz went on the COVID list. What a crazy day. At 1.26, we get the email saying that Carson Wentz has been put on the COVID list. About five hours later, the NFL comes out saying that they have changed their protocols and a guy like Carson Wentz, unvaccinated, who the previous week would have been subject to a 10-day quarantine, a 10-day isolation period, now only five days. The timing worked out exceptionally well for the Colts. Carson Wentz has been activated in time to play in the game tomorrow against the Raiders. Number eight, the Pacers. They bring back Rick Carlisle for the third time. He was an assistant under Larry Bird from 1997 through 2000, that three-year span. He went, became the head coach with the Pistons, came back here to become the head coach, was fired, went to the Mavericks, won a championship, and now he's back again. How are the Pacers doing? They are 14-22, and 22, having lost yesterday on a DeMar DeRozan buzzer beater. For God's sake, he was so square and perfect. They allowed that shot. It goes in. Bing, bang, bong. Pacers 13th in the Eastern Conference. The good news is there's seven games in front of the Orlando Magic as the Magic try to chase down the Pacers for that coveted 13 seed. Uh, number seven, Purdue basketball ranked number one for the first time. They promptly went out and lost. However, they were number one, and that's key. They, they lost to Rutgers. Good for Purdue. They're taking steps in the right direction. This is a really, really good team, and they're not running the, uh, the tread off the tires. Matt Painter isn't. Zach Eady, uh, when was it, yesterday, day before, goes out, scores 21 points in 16 minutes. I guess it, was, it had to be Thursday, right? 21 points in 16 minutes. Very, very efficient is Zach Eady. Uh, Trevion Williams, really efficient. Sta Sasha Stefanovic, a terrific three-point shooter. And Jaden Ivey is really, really good. Really good. They are deep. They are sound. They are well-coached. And they, I think, will go to the Final Four. I hope that they do. Number six, Indiana football. They go from 6-2 and two last year, 6-1 and one in conference, to 0-9 in the Big Ten. They have not won a bowl since 1991. No bowl wins 
And Tom Allen gets a seven-year extension at $4.9 million a year without winning a bowl. Why at Indiana do they continue to reward mediocrity without production? Why? What was it about Tom Allen that made Scott Dolson or anybody else at Indiana think, this is the guy to go get into bowl games and then win them? Why? Maybe he winds up being that guy. I hope that he does. We all hope that he does. You know what? Elio, love each other. Uh, LTA, love Tom Allen. Okay. But go do something before you start cashing paychecks at $5 million a year or just shy of it. Right? Good God almighty, what are we, children? Yeah, I got a feeling about this guy. Let's give him $5 million a year. Where in the world else does that happen? Nowhere. Uh, number five, Colts fight back but lose in Buffalo in the wild card round last January and Phillip Rivers retired. I'm telling you, Phillip Rivers might have come back if he could have led the Colts down the field into field goal range with 230 left in that game. Colts down 327-24. Rivers, plenty of time, two and a half. Couldn't get it done. So Phillip Rivers decided quickly to retire. Number four, Indiana fires Archie Miller. They lost their final six games. They were ranked 21st in 2018-2019. Never went to any NCAAs. Thank God they didn't extend Archie Miller, right? Good for Scott Dolson there. Out goes Miller and his hyper-simple pack-line defense and stupid-ass offense. And in comes Mike Woodson, and that's coming up. Uh, number three, Jonathan Taylor has romped this year for 16, or 1,962 yards, including his receiving yards, so that's from scrimmage, and 19 touchdowns. He will be the youngest ever in the NFL to go over 2,000 and get a 20th touchdown if that comes to pass tomorrow. Nobody in the history of the NFL has done that before their 23rd birthday. Jonathan Taylor, the MVP of the NFL, in my estimation. Number two, Carson Wentz acquired from the Eagles for a third rounder in 2021 and a first rounder, it'll be a first rounder, in 2022. Could have been a second rounder if he'd have got hurt. I'm cool with this trade. I wasn't sure at the onset because last year, Carson Wentz in 12 games, right, led the NFL in interceptions with 15, led the NFL in interceptions or sacks against with 50. Frank Reich was sure he could get Carson Wentz right. He has, and Carson Wentz has been really, really good again. 25 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 3,200 yards, throwing the ball in conjunction with Jonathan Taylor running the ball. And Carson Wentz is a big part of the running game of the Colts. As he stands at the line of scrimmage, he assesses what's going on, and he'll alter the running play to get Jonathan Taylor in the right area of the field with the right blocking scheme. And that is not to be underestimated as a, uh, a skill that he employs to get the Colts right offensively. Jonathan Taylor is getting his yardage, number one, because he's dynamic as hell. Number two, because he's got a terrific road-grading offensive line in front of him. Number three, and maybe a, a 2B, is Carson Wentz calling the right plays at the right time for exactly the right guy. Number one, the number one story in 2021 in Indiana is Mike Woodson being hired as the head coach at Indiana 
And finally, minus a, a wonderful, beautiful seven-game stretch when Dan Dockich was the head coach, Indiana goes back for the first time to the Bob Knight tree for their head coach. And it needed to happen, and Scott Dolson did it. And thankfully, uh, you know, and, and I think nothing but really, really good things are ahead with Woodson being there, Dane Fife being there, Thad Mata being there. This is a hell of a staff, and I think Mike Woodson bringing some Bob Knight level of accountability to the players within that program is huge in their development, not just as basketball players, but as young men. That is the number one story. Now, for 2022, we hope that we got a couple of big stories that occur, uh, including Super Bowl Sunday. That'd be nice. That would be a big story. If the Colts could matriculate their way through the playoffs, find their way to SoFi Stadium in LA or in Englewood, and, and uh, you know, get some work done in the big game, how cool would that be? It'd be awesome. Tomorrow, post-game, we're either getting a milkshake down at Sunday's, uh, commiserating over a loss, or we'll be right back here immediately as the game ends to talk about a Colts victory. And then we'll be back tomorrow after Indiana kicks the living hell out of Penn State and the great Micah Shrewsbury, Cathedral High School graduate, in what is really kind of the Big Ten opener, right? Those two games that they play in December, fine and dandy, tomorrow's the Big Ten opener to me because from that point on, nothing but conference games. Fantastic day. Have a great New Year. Thank you to everybody coming here and making this such a fun place for me to be. Uh, and hopefully 2022 brings you everything that you want in life and, and puts a smile on your face or a reason to smile every morning you get out of bed. That's all any of us can ask, right?